0: Hey everyone, welcome back to another video. Before I begin on the stories, I just wanted to mention a trigger warning. Story number three mentions sexual harassment quite a lot. So if that kind of thing is something you want to avoid listening, I just wanted to let you guys know now. All that being said, if you're ready to listen to the stories, let's begin. And remember to always stay on. I was working in my first ever job in retail. I was around 20 years old. It was a busy morning around 9am and somewhere mid-December, hence why I was so busy. I was working the checkouts as per usual, scanning items, ringing up customers, and all that jazz. About an hour into my shift, I was serving an elderly man who had bought a handful of items. After giving him a subtotal, Another guy behind him, smelling of booze, had stretched out, handing me cash. I kindly told him that I wasn't serving him. I was serving the man in front of him. Then I looked down and I saw that he was buying some cheap knockoff branded Baileys, some booze. And of course, I figured out this guy was wasted. Just as I was taking payment from the elderly man, I was planning in my head how I was going to tell the next guy that I can't sell alcohol to him as he's already drunk and this was my first job, and I had never really encountered anything like this before. So I finished serving, and now onto the drunk guy. I had looked around in hopes to find another colleague or my manager, but not one in sight was available to help. So I looked at the man, and just before I opened my mouth, I felt it felt like someone grabbed a fistful of my hair and then something sharp poking me in the back. And of course, a man whispered in my ear, which I also smelled alcohol on his breath. Hey, serve my mate. He then pushes which I'm assuming was a knife harder into my back. Now. In complete shock, I said nothing. Just scanned the bottle, took the cash, and they were gone. I quickly then turned around to my colleague working the checkouts behind me, but all they did was look at me and asked if I was okay, completely unaware of what just happened. Then I went for my break. I see my manager pass by, so I rush over to him to tell him what just happened. All he did was laugh at me because he thought I was joking, but then criticized me for selling alcohol to someone under the influence. Whatever that sharp object was that was in my back cut me. Before my break, I could feel blood running down my back, and it was sore. But of course, you didn't see the blood, as my uniform was black. I screamed. It's true, though. It happened. I turned around and lifted my hair as I have very long hair. Why don't you lift up my shirt or get one of the female workers to do it? I'm telling you, this guy fucking sliced me. But the manager just responded back with, "Ugh, no, I don't want to see you lift up your shirt. Then just walked away, staring at his phone. Well, I didn't return to finish my shift. I snuck out of the store, took a taxi and went home. My mom cleaned up my back and dressed it. She then called my work the next morning to tell them I won't be returning, as the manager's incompetence to take action when I could have almost been stabbed over a fucking bottle. For some context, I'm a 16-year-old Hispanic girl. I used to work at a local grocery store that is super popular in my area. I've had many encounters that spooked me, but this one takes the cake. I was working my 5pm to 10pm shift, which I enjoy since during the night hours it tends to be quiet. Whenever it's quiet, I usually fix the bread aisle or the wine and beer. This particular night, however, I just finished up fixing the bread aisle and I was sent back to the register. Me and this other girl were the only cashiers working and only one male manager who I'll call Zach. Zach was really the only manager who seemed to care about me. I told him about the harassment that I've gotten in the past, so he was very vigilant of the customers I handled. Anyways, I was standing at the end of my lane waiting for someone to cash out when this man came up to us. I noticed he was only carrying a shit ton of light bulbs, which wasn't too strange, but it was kind of funny to see. The first thing that I found odd was the way that he acted. He seemed way too happy and energetic at this time of night but I didn't think too much into it. So which lane should I go to? Hmm. The man then said, in the most creepy tone I've ever heard. He looked straight at me with a really big smile, then saying, You know, I think I'll pick you. I have really severe anxiety, so when he said that, my heart started racing, but I just gave him a fake smile and then laughed. While I was checking him out, he leaned into my area and stared me down with a smile that almost looked impossibly big. Zag noticed I was uncomfortable, so he then came over and begged for me. You really have the prettiest eyes. I just smiled and said thank you. I noticed that he then looked at my hands. I have long acrylic nails and I'm pretty much known for them, and I'm already kind of used to customers commenting on them so I was already kind of expecting him to say something about how long they were. But instead, he said, Wow, your nails are so long. I bet you're an amazing back scratcher." That caught me off guard, but I just said back. Yeah, my boyfriend thinks so. I was hoping that bringing up my boyfriend would make him back off, but no. When I said that, his smile got even bigger. Maybe you should give me a sample of it. I just fake laughed and looked back down. Zach had tried talking to the man, but his eyes were totally fixated on me. And whenever he did say something to Zach, it was always about me. My anxiety was getting so bad, I could feel a panic attack coming, which is really common for me. But my attacks are so severe to the point where I actually stopped breathing. I knew I had to calm myself down really quickly. So I shot Zach a glance of help, but he didn't look at me. He just kept looking at the man. I finished checking him out, and I was getting so relieved that he would be leaving, but not as soon as I thought. I handed him the bag, and I told him to have a good night. He smirked at me, went up to Zach, then said, She has such pretty eyes, doesn't she? She's so pretty. I need to stand back before I end up doing something to her. He began to move closer to me. I was paralyzed in fear. I tried to move, but I couldn't. I felt the panic attack starting to come, but then Zach stepped in and tried to lead him to the front door to get him out. And to my horror, instead of leaving, the man just stood there watching me work from behind the automatic doors. When I turned around, I saw that he was staring right at my ass, and I got so sick to my stomach that I had to leave my register to sit down. Once the man left, Zach told me to call my mom and tell her to come pick me up early, because he knew I was starting to get the attack. She picked me up and I told her what happened, and being the protective Puerto Rican mom that she is, she almost made a U-turn to go back and find him. I told her not to though, because he already left and beating the shit out of him really wouldn't solve anything. When I finally arrived home, I told my boyfriend. He was really pissed off but he also knew about all the other issues I've had as well, and he wanted to make sure I was okay. Luckily, I never saw that man again, and I quit that job months later due to health reasons. Needless to say, I really hope that I never have to deal with someone like that ever again. Hey everyone, apologies for the brief interruption on the stories. But I want to thank today's sponsor, HelloFresh, for sponsoring today's episode. HelloFresh delivers pre-portioned ingredients right to your door, including farm fresh produce that arrives within a week. So you get convenience without skimping on quality. Skip the trip to the grocery store, saving you the wait in long holiday lines and ensuring you don't waste any money on excess food. HelloFresh offers the flexibility you need to easily customize your order online or even in the app. Change your delivery day, food preference, and plan size, or skip a week whenever you need to. What I love about HelloFresh personally is just how much time it saves me in the kitchen, especially on nights when I get home from the gym and I don't feel like cooking. HelloFresh makes it easy and saves me so much time on meal prep. Go to HelloFresh.com Dinner16 and use code Dinner16 for up to 16 free meals and 3 free gifts. That's hellofresh.com/dinner16 and use code dinner16 for up to 16 free meals and 3 free gifts. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. Back in the 90s, I worked for a big box hardware store. This was long before the Me Too movement. That sort of work environment was very testosterone filled. Even the managers were like this. Sexual harassment was just really common and the coworkers thought nothing of it. I worked for this company for 10 years. One of the store managers told me I had a nice ass. I was young and I didn't know how to react to his statement. Not only was sexual harassment rampant, abuse from customers was a daily occurrence because this company's policy was to always make the customer happy. We had a very liberal return policy and would often give cash returns on merchandise. Our Friday and Saturday evenings were the busiest times for returns, especially for the addicts. I have two occurrences to share, one of customer abuse and one of sexual harassment. One day I refused to take back a defective garbage disposal. The brand had a manufacturer's date on the item. That disposal was disgusting and when I looked at the date, it was over 5 years old. I told the customer, I'm sorry, but I can't take this back without a receipt. Of course, he didn't have a receipt. I gave him back his item, and he was arraigned. He was so arraigned that he waited at the front door for about an hour, just staring at me and mouthing threats to me. This was at the return's desk, which was right at the entrance, so I could see him. I finally called Loss Prevention to have him removed. We were very busy, and again, I was in my early 20s and I didn't know how to handle this, and I feared that not taking back this ancient disposal would affect my job. Luckily Loss Prevention said I did the right thing since this person frequented the returns counter with various items to get cash. Now onto the sexual harassment. When a good looking woman would walk into the store, associates would always pass this along to each other. Via their walkie talkies, and swarmed to the poor woman, asking if she needed help. And they would follow her around at the store, ignoring all the other customers in their departments just to get a good look at a hot girl. One time, I was asked by two male customers to get some tile grout from the top shelf of the racking. This required me to climb the tall ladder to get it, which I did. When I came back down to give it to them, they then told me, Yeah, we didn't need the grout. We just wanted to see you climb the ladder. I was really pissed and humiliated, but with that sort of culture being accepted around there, who could I really complain to? The most creepiest thing happened to me when I worked in RTVs, which was returned to vendor. It was my job to give the store credit for defective merchandise so we didn't eat the cost. All the defective merchandise was stored in a really large cage next to the receiving department and vendors would visit regularly to inspect the defective items and say yes, I give credit for this, or no, I won't. One day, a millwork vendor came in. We were on good terms because I've worked with him many times before. He was a nice guy, and he didn't really give any creeper vibes. He said that he'd give me credit for all the molding that I had in the cage. I turned to look at him because I had been printing up the paperwork, and my back was towards him. When I turned to say, Okay, great. Thanks. This man had his penis fully out of his pants, standing there. I felt faint, and I pretended not to say anything. I handed him his paperwork for signature without turning around, and he gave it back to me and then left. I told my store manager, and his reply was a chuckle, and then say, Well, what do you expect? For reference, I had done some print ads for the company, so I was considered a good looking girl. I called the vendor's company and reported it. They said they'd look into it, but I never heard back. It wasn't until he did it to a cashier that they believed me. He got to keep his job. He was just moved to a different area and wasn't allowed in our store anymore. Harassment continued in its various forms, so I eventually left the company. I really hope they fix this problem because it was very toxic. It was my first real job and a learning experience. I'll never put up with that sort of treatment ever again. I now have a degree and a really great job that lets me make my own schedule. If I get any weirdness, I'm free to say that I don't want to see this person anymore. And thankfully, they're very understanding. I work at a retail store that sells parts, feed, and the like. On a slow night, the store manager and I were closing but it was pretty slow, so he let me go home early. I absolutely jumped at this opportunity as I have two jobs that are extremely physically demanding and I'm always tired. It's also important for you to know that I've been borrowing my brother's car and this car has many electrical issues. I'll get into that in a moment. My drive home is about 45 minutes and it's on one of those country roads that you may have heard songs about. Sure, they're great, but there's no street lights. And don't even get me started on the quality of asphalt either. So I'm in this little Kia, which all the gauges and speedometer needles jump around on the dash, depending on the humidity and temperature, and I have to manually keep track of how much gas is left in the tank by simply doing the math. The gauge can't be trusted. Well, I guess I messed up that week, because on my way home from work that night, the car just started to sputter and then just died right there. The electrical was all okay, but the engine just quit. I had been texting my other manager all throughout the shift. He and I had become friends. He was close to my age, had similar interests, was cute, etc. But I hadn't shared that our store manager had let me go early, so I texted him and said, Hey, what if I told you I was stuck on the side of the highway? Now, you may wonder, why didn't I text this brother I've spoken of, or why didn't I call another friend? This is because, number one, I knew this manager lived close by and would absolutely be the guy to lend a helping hand. And number two, my brother turns his ringer off at 8 p.m., so he wouldn't even answer. And number three, my brother and I had just moved to this state, and at the time, we hadn't made friends with anyone yet. My manager texted back. Hang on, for real? Do you need help? As I was typing back a reply, a green Dodge Ram then drove up. It was a little beat up, but had a nice new set of LED headlights and a light bar on the top. Their high beams and light bar were on, so I couldn't see their faces. As far as I could tell, there were at least two men inside. The drivers rolled down their window, and I hear an accented voice then call out, Hello, beautiful. Are you okay? How about you hop in the truck? We'll take good care of you. I'm a 5'10", 22-year-old woman who, in work boots, is almost 6 feet tall. I'm not as built as I was in high school, just athletic enough to handle someone my own size, but not two grown men. I'd gotten out of my car to see if I could see where the nearest landmark was, but I couldn't, so I'd walk back down to my car at this point. I stood there with my feet planted, reached behind my belt, above my rear end, and in an attempt to appear to be reaching for a gun, which I didn't have. Foolish? Maybe. Desperate? Absolutely. I pointed up the road with my left arm, and then said in my meanest mean girl voice, Get the fuck out of here. And somehow, it worked. I have no idea how, but it did. The truck sped off like it couldn't get away fast enough, which looking back really makes me laugh now. I called the police and I told them roughly where I was, which took some figuring out since I was so new to the area. Maps wasn't really helping a ton. I then called my manager to tell him what happened. He got there before the cops did with a full gas can. Turned out he was literally around the corner at a friend's house watching the game and his friend had a gas can. He said it was perfect timing as he had turned down a weekend trip with a friend, and this other friend randomly invited him over just two hours before this all went down. He poured all the gas that he had into my car, which started nicely, and followed me to the nearest station and paid for the rest of my tank. He also accidentally bumped my door closed, locking me out, so we had to wait for a tow truck for three hours. Definitely a funny way to end the night. We sat on the back of his tailgate and talked the whole time, and I even broke down crying after the adrenaline had gone down a bit. He held me by my shoulders and reassured me that I was safe. We actually had some really good laughs that night, which made it very memorable. He told me that he really admired my ability to see the humor in the situation and how I didn't let it get to me. We've been dating for five months now, and as funny as it sounds, I'm almost glad that I almost got kidnapped.